Hey bitches, welcome back to That's the Worst, the Unpopular Opinion Podcast. We're your host, Kevin Ayi, and we have a lot of opinions that are, well, unpopular. What's in that tea that you're drinking over there? Lemon. Lemon It's not Long Island. Nope. I'm on another drinking hiatus in my I damp January. I was just going to say, let's, let's check in about the drinking situations these days. What's going on? Um, I've only I've only drank one day so far. So, but it was I think a lot of drinking. But it was a lot. That's the thing about limiting yourself because then when you bring something back, Splurge. it's binge. It's mm-hmm. kind of like Ozembic. <laughs> I was just going to say Remy Bader. Did Remy you see Bader. The one I sent you? Did now, she doubled never... her size or something? <laughs> or no, you gained back she... twice or I never knew that she was on Ozempic in the first place. And I thought that she would talk about that. But she hasn't come up on my FYP in a long time. Has she come I up haven't... on yours? Mm-mm. I got to search her up and see what's it going is on. Weird. It is weird how people just disappear. Disappear. Sometimes. Like you get like so much stuff. And then I guess if you don't. And I feel like we sent enough of Remy's stuff to each other to keep to see it up. It. I would love to see it. Right. And like, is she still with that guy? She had that boyfriend? Are they oh, still together? Pro- so this is I why maybe like, when do you make the switch over to follow them on Instagram? I to would like actually follow. see? I wouldn't follow Remy Bader, but I will search her right now. Well, then what about following her on TikTok? I mean, that's the other thing when they're the most highest followed people on TikTok. I've never seen them. I've literally never scrolled Charlie D'Amelio or Addison Ray or any of those people. Right. You know, you have to oh, look them up to see what they're, they're actually They're still up together. To. This was five days ago. Oh my goodness! Okay, we're gonna have to look into it. Does so, she no tag? No tag. I would like to know because that guy who posted about her in Ozempic didn't really post any pictures of her before and after. Like, I want to know the timeline of everything. When that like, actually she... happened. Yeah. Because I've never seen her weight fluctuate that much, really. I feel Other like... Other than when she... Uh, like, the peak like way before. to me... Yes, was when she had that back issue and she couldn't leave the bed and she was binge eating. And that was like... That was what I wanted to be following for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it just, is it terrible that we don't like to see people happy? I like to see happy people, but I like to see dramatic people as well. And she was dramatic. All those videos of her binge eating and like her, then her crying about binge eating. It's just like, oh, it's so interesting. That was pretty, pretty cringe. So what do you, do you have any thoughts about Ozempic? It's like such all the rage now. It's such like a buzzword now. And like people think that that's what Kardashians use. So it's like a diabetes. It's a diabetes medication or something. Um, No, I think it's really just. Or they give it to people who have diabetes. They used to, I think, but I don't think you have to have diabetes anymore. It's just literally an injection for weight loss. But it's so uh, popular no, it's, that it's, it's like used, sold out everywhere. Used for the treatment of type two diabetes and as an anti obesity medication for long term weight management. Anti obesity, yeah. I mean, I guess if you do have diabetes type two, you could take it. But I don't. The I think I only know one person taking it, and I don't think they have diabetes. Okay, wait. You know, like a person personally. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. I I mean, I think. Oh, and now they're saying they're saying it's hard for people who have diabetes to to get get it. it. 
now because it's sold out everywhere yeah for yeah. people within yeah i mean i think it's it's very like um uh, i was about to say zoe 101 it's very xenon the sequel like yeah if you i just it's think very it's, like the capital hunger games i don't know how like effectively it works but it it make this is like people who get gastric bypass surgery it's like it's mm-hmm. this quick fix and then these people don't know how to maintain their weight because they weren't doing it before and that's why they gain it all back so quickly like they're not learning how to actually have a healthy lifestyle you know i'd have to look into it more but i'm pretty sure what ozempic does is it decreases your appetite so you literally just like don't have an appetite for anything and so Mm -hmm. that kind of like freezes your weight in place and then the diet and exercise on top of that is how you lose the weight so you like Gotcha. It just kind of keeps you status quo because you just don't eat as right. much. And that's you're what not gastric be, bypass does too. So you're not going to be on it forever. You're going to get off the drug at some point and then your appetite's going to come back. But for a lot of people, that's like they just need that kickstart to get 50 pounds or so lighter and then they can maintain that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they were no, but what I'm saying this. is they're not going to do – like Remy Bader's not going to maintain it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, she has a lot of other issues. I think that maybe this Ozempic is not going to be um, helping yeah. with. But I think if people have that kickstart and it works for them, and you know, go for it. I think it's kind of cool. Oh, okay. It's like eventually I just don't think we're going like to be able to. Going to fix all your problems, you know. You got to put in a little work. So, what is supposed to fix your problems then? Eat less and go for a walk. Well, but what about like, you know, I eat less and I go for walks and stuff, but I would still like a little bit of a different body. Like, I think that it's fine for... You do not need Ozempic. Ozempic. (laughs) I know, but I'm saying, uh, (laughs) let's talk about it on the whole, like, you know, body altering medicine. I guess it's like, oh, it can get somebody to a stage where they are more confident. Sure. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. That's fine. I think the difference with gastric bypass is like you're doing that for the rest of your life. Like your body is going to be like you are literally removing some of your body. But with this, it's just like kind of a medicine to help you lose a little bit of weight. And then maybe you can, you know, try something different. I mean, I know people who have been on diets their whole lives and it's never worked. You know what I mean? Oh. But um, did you see um, at the Golden Globes, which we'll get into today, Cheryl Lee Ralph from Abbott Elementary, she said, the interviewer said, if you could say anything to your 15-year-old self, what would you say? And she said, your nose is perfect. You're perfect. Your hair doesn't grow weird. You're going to have people that buy their whole bodies and you're perfect and, and they're going to want to buy. Well, she's a black woman, obviously. And she says like, you're going to have people like the Kardashians trying to buy your lips eventually and your your hips and everything like that. So yeah. I just thought it was interesting that like beauty in today's age is bought. You buy it. You buy the makeup. You buy all this stuff. You buy personal trainers 100%. and you buy Ozempic and it's all bought. Yeah. I w- that just reminded me of I saw um, Audrey Peters. Like she got that oh like – Oh my gosh. I forgot about hair. her air sculpting done yeah it's like a non-invasive lipo liposuction yeah and i'm like "Mm, what's that cost she i think she got it millions she's like like already skinny but i guess she's like every other woman who has like a pooch and like Uh she got that air sculpted and i'm like ooh, 
her stomach's flat. See, I that's, always thought the cool sculpting and stuff, I always thought that was a scam. So I don't know well, what that means. I think the air sculpting, like, it actually, they actually, like, suck out fat. So like, it's liposuction. It's liposuction, but I think just, like, a different method of doing it. Like, yeah. I don't think it's as big of an incision. Um, but, yeah, cool what sculpting like, is just, like, that's I don't like know, they fake. somehow are yeah. freezing your fat it's through. It's basically, like, a gua sha on your body. Like yeah, it's, like, a big-ass gua sha. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will think it's interesting, like, as we get older, as our generation gets older, like, how are those things going to age? Like, um, you know, now people are younger and younger getting plastic surgery. They're getting mm-hmm. lip fillers. They're getting all this, like, um, what's the stuff that they get on your face? Botox, Botox. and, like, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So either you have to keep doing it forever or yeah. is it going to make you look like Madonna eventually? Exactly. You know I mean? well, like, what are the long-term effects going to be from that? Exactly. Well, we like, don't know. Yeah. You're and, like, from Ozempic and body. stuff like that. Yeah. Here's the thing about Botox. If Botox were like a one and done thing, I would do it. You would do it. Absolutely. The fact that you the fact that you had to keep going, it's not worth it. Like right. unless I had right. some weird like I don't know, my face was doing something funky. Like Here's the thing. But I eventually like I'm going like to get any like I was going to say you don't have any right now, really. Like you mm. have really good skin. Yeah, now that I don't get pimples anymore, I'm like I have, like, genetic crow's feet and laugh lines, and that's just who I am, Yeah, that's what it's going to be, and it's totally fine. I'm just probably going to get these lines because I scowl so much. Because you literally are looking at your (laughs) computer like this all the time. That's my natural face. Like, this is how people see me walking on the street. Like, (laughs) don't I look like someone you'd want to be friends with? Your your worst fear is that somebody's going to, like, approach you and try and talk to you. Meanwhile, you're literally with mask on, sunglasses, scowl. Well, Kev, that's my new thing with, like, having – The dog. Mer- oh, my God. I am so anxious. It's everybody. I'm like, okay, how – like, I'm like, okay, Merlin needs to socialize. Merlin is also a little afraid of other people. I'm afraid mm-hmm. of other people. So we are just mm-hmm. bat and zero here. So I'm like, <laughs> like, I need to take him on a walk, but how can I do that without running into anybody? Well, so. honestly, it does kind of get a little, like – like exhausting and you and I aren't even dog owners so we shouldn't even really be exhausted but if you go on a walk no. and you encounter 10 dogs and you talk to the owner what kind of dog is yours what mm-hmm. what's its name does it da, 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 and then you move on and then the next block you see the another person one. what's its name it's just like oh my god mm-hmm. again I like walking at night is nice because there's nobody around you can just actually get the walk done and be done at least you have like a common topic but it's funny because you would never otherwise stop and talk to that person, you know? Never. Well, it's night and day when you're walking by yourself, literally headphones in, like, I would never speak to somebody. But then but you if can't. you're walking with the dog, you there's no, yeah, you can't. It's like you got to let the dogs time, talk to each other. I was at the park on the phone and they were like playing and this woman was literally like, I was like, oh, I'm, I gotta go. I have to like handle this dog situation. And this woman was like, yeah, you can't be on the phone when you're like, when your dog's playing with other dogs. And it's like, mm, what? I can do it. She was like, I'm a human. So I'm a human. I can do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> like you can't, 
you can't and that's the thing with like stranger interactions is it's just like it could be oh, no, so people awkward. are so people are also so opinionated about their dog and like oh my god don't let your dog dig in that there's fish oil in the soil and there's what? all these things and it's like what like who who are you the earth commission the the water and well you also commission. live in san francisco so i'm sure yeah. everybody there is too smart well, and it's like a doodle good. party there it's literally like everybody's a fucking doodle doodle party that's like always my dream. doodle parties oh my god well and that's the thing when you're like walking around like a cute dog too Oh, you have to say something. Well, I don't know what yeah. your situation is with the. Obviously, you still do a leash, but when you're at the park, sometimes they their dogs will go off leash. But I never really feel comfortable enough to get off leash. So then yeah. they're like kind of tangled up in the leashes. Right. And it's like, oh my god. Yeah, I haven't. Merlin has not been to like a dog park yet or anything, so that'll be another socialization. Now that he's had a little bit of dog exposure, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm like. Probably shouldn't take him around too many other dogs until he gets his is fixed. Snip. Um, he was a little. He was a little too over over stimulated. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was like a teenage boy. Like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> hormones. <laughs> yeah, major. Oh my god. But yeah, so that might have to wait until spring. Yeah, um, that's fine. Well, and it's not going to be nice weather out anyway to go to a dog park or anything no, until then. No, no, no. no, we'll just keep keep him on his little little walks around the neighborhood and go from there. There we go. Um, anyway. anyway, we got so off track. I was trying to talk about dry January. So you had one day. Oh my god, I forgot all of January. But you had a lot of drinks on that one day. Well, like I was saying, yeah, it's like then you go complete opposite. Like I went into Mayhem. that day. I was feeling great. Like I slept in on Saturday. I, like I felt like I really had a full night's rest, like feeling mm-hmm. really good. And that sort of made me want to go hard too. Cause I'm oh, like, I yeah. feel great. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that was great. Like stayed out late, whatever. And then Sunday I slept until 1 PM. It's like, then you turn <laughs> back into a complete piece of garbage. So, uh-huh. and then I felt terrible on Monday too. Like I'm like, retroactively i don't know if that's the right word tired so it's not even like what do you think your symptoms of a hangover are right now at age 30 like what are your main symptoms heart palpitations (laughs) 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 like i wake up and i'm like panic attack it's terrible (laughs) when we drank a lot in cabo last year and i could i was sleeping next to you and i could hear your heart literally really like remember (laughs) it was like a rough night for all of us but you were i could hear your heart like thumping yeah it was i need a bumper um (laughs) yeah so definitely that raging headache and just total Mm -hmm. brain like fog the brain fog that's my number one yes it's real and it's like any and no i can't think and it's just like it's a general like haze and like my Mm -hmm cognitive ability my mood it's just mm-hmm. not a good i wouldn't wish it upon anybody <laughs> um, See, like in our early 20s hangover was throwing up feeling sick but then after you threw up and had some food you really did come back to life like later in the afternoon for me yeah. now it's two days of brain fog complete brain fog and lack of ability to vocalize words 
mm-hmm. then usually you like are going out to dinner, going out to lunch, and I'm sitting there like, oh my oh. god, like I can't do this. When I think it's also like I require a lot of sleep, mm-hmm. so when I don't Miss. get enough, mm-hmm. like that's bad. Like I think that's a big mm-hmm. part of it. Also, sometimes stomach issues. <laughs> but then I, but then I also try to like layer on like, oh, I this shitty food will make me feel better and it never does the shitty food never makes you feel better but the thought of eating something green no i'd rather be dead yeah right so it's terrible it's like i don't i want to drink but i don't i don't know is it worth it i don't know and i'm always like ravenous too so it's like i try and eat all these things and nothing really tastes as good as then you feel worse because the number one is I always think I need Chinese food. Oh <laughs> my god! Did you god. get Chinese food this time? No, I don't okay, even remember good. what I ate on Sunday. Pizza. Mm-hmm. We got fucking pizza. pizza. Yep, yep. And pepperoni you rolls. Gonna, you think? It, oh shoot, those good ones from Gino's. Yeah, we got those. Yeah, Gino's. Oh damn, I do like those. But you think that's gonna make you feel better, and it doesn't. It just makes you feel bloated and puffy and like insecure oh like it, insecure. it's also psychological <laughs> no i'm just like you fat ass you didn't need that like i literally walk up like a fucking roly-poly to the mirror like i can't even look at myself in the mirror <laughs> my ultimate flaw like my achilles heel of this world is that i cannot just have a few casual drinks me need we need kev we nope. need to we need to make a change I I'm can't because I'm like, oh, this is fun. Let's keep it going. Let's keep drinking. I need to figure out And then out we're how. a bottle of wine deep and it's like, where did this go? We need to figure something out. We need to let things settle. Or when do you think you- so much fun. But when you think you need another drink, have a cup of water. Yes, definitely. Maybe we oh need God, to I learn. I was dehydrated as fuck. Maybe we need, it's like I wake up, I barely have saliva left. I have nothing. Like, I, I have nothing always to give. think about the SpongeBob episode where he's yeah, in water. Sandy's place dry. <laughs> That's exactly when I know I'm dehydrated. Water. I literally, I have dreams that I'm chugging water, and it's so great. But I cannot, for the life of me, get my ass out of bed to actually go get some water. But in the dream, I get it, and I'm chugging like a gallon. <laughs> Well, of course, we're hungover and we're going to a wine tasting yesterday, that one with oh, the yeah. good dip. And I'm still feeling foggy at like 3 yep. p.m. And I just, I poured myself a bottle of water and I chugged it and then I poured another one and I chugged it again. And I was like, please replenish do me. Do yes. something. Anything. And it didn't, it didn't really do much of anything. It was fine. So what happened? Did like, you, did you drink the wine then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How and did that feel? And, um, did that make you feel better? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, because then we had Fire that, and and you know how that wine tasting goes. I it's oh, where are you from? Yeah, what Social. you doing? Oh yeah. my god! So and of course, I'm the only like younger guy Young. there. So yeah. it's like all these old people, and so I get like half glasses, and all these. He literally finishes the bottle on me every single time, and he's like, oh, "What you? God. What fruit did you taste in there? What'd you taste in there?" And you know, my poor mom sitting next to me with her sprite cup. 
like but not drinking like, anything i yeah. made her smell all of them and like smell we it from- smell <laughs> it <laughs> but then um so then i thought that i wanted the one that they referred to as the redneck riesling and i got you know how afterwards you can get a full glass so we went outside we mm-hmm. got the full glass and i took a few sips and i was like i do not like this this is yeah. not good the redneck riesling is not good but then of course we go to dinner and it's like, oh, let's get some Pinot Noir, whole bottle. Oh, yeah, let's do it. My oh, God. my gosh. So it's never ending. I also feel like it takes us longer to, to for it to leave our systems. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a full 72 hours, and I it's still like, feel sloshed. I just am, I imagine, like, the wine just in my blood system just floating around for a few days. Yeah. Poisoning. Gur- Poisoning us. Gurgling. Gurgling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so anyway – Dry January is not going well. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's like, I'm not going to stop drinking altogether in my life, but mm-hmm. something's got to give. What if we tried that thing where you do one drink and one water, the ratios? Could help. I'd just be peeing all day then. Yeah. I just remember the most recent time that I did really well was that one day that I was in Deep Creek. Oh. And remember this? I Was it Halloween? Uh, or around then? Maybe, yeah. But it was like an all-day drinking thing. And during mm-hmm. the day, they had like bottles of water there and they had liquid IVs. And I drank oh. a whole bottle of water and with a liquid IV in them twice during the day. And I was okay. not over the next day. I was not hungover. Well, I was tired. Um, I was definitely tired, but I was not hungover. Mm-hmm. So, what, what were you drinking on Saturday? What was your drink of choice? Oh boy, everything. Uh, pretty much everything. No wine. Yeah. Just I had a few margaritas, some white claws, um, vodka tonic. I think at some point. Yeah. See, I think if I could do just high noons or just white claws. I don't think the hangover is as bad from that. But the other night I had a bunch of beers and we had white tea shots and then we had red wine. Mm-hmm. The, mix, so, the mix doesn't help. I think white high noons and white claws are the way to go. Mm-hmm. Personally. Yeah. Maybe liquid IVs. Liquid, I think it helped. I think it did help. And this, this episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. Liquid <laughs> but it's just remembering code the worst if you're like what am i gonna put put them in my purse i mean i guess you could and then order a water and just in your purse yeah plan b purse i don't know man on new year's eve we it got to about 2 a.m and i was ordering waters at the bar and i was still hung over the next day so what are you you're a new you're a new man ordering that's a new year new you that's right um did i was i oh Oh, no, I was just thinking if I was hungover after New Year's, I can't even remember. I have Probably. brain fog, for sure, brain fog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, this so is our podcast, and we are talking about something today. We're talking about the Golden Globes. They happened two nights ago. It was very um, interesting. I saw a lot of clips from it, and it looked good. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about, before we get started... You know, you always say the Golden Globes is a good indication for the Oscars, right? 
Yep, that's what they say. Do you think that that's real or not real? I think Hunger for, Games. yeah, I mean, for movies, I think usually the best picture, like a lot of those duplicate for Oscars. Just doesn't, sometimes the timing doesn't make sense to me how they do both TV and movies because it's like, we, it felt like we already had the Emmys. Like the Emmys aren't for a long time, right? Aren't they? Or mm-hmm. when are and so yeah, because those of like were in weird, like the fall. Yeah, the timing's right, a little it, weird. It's I like, don't know it, how all it, those like cycles work necessarily. It's basically the same things that won Emmys win Golden Globes, and then the same things that win Golden Globes win Grant or um, Oscars. So it's kind of like you know mm-hmm. all the different all the same people kind of. Um, yeah. I would just like to say I wish we had talked more about Jennifer Coolidge because before she was so popular. Because we've always been Jennifer Coolidge fans. You know, I'm taking the dog dumbass. We've talked about that multiple times on this podcast. Cinderella story. Cinderella story. I mean, she's been incredible for us. And I'm so happy for her that she's finally like so popular. I know. when She was hilarious. When she was talking about like her name she's like my neighbors are finally inviting me to things and, it was just- and she's like i've i've lived on that hill forever and nobody's ever invited me to anything and now i'm getting invited right like it's hilarious it's like she's a she's a gem oh my a gosh what, what's your dream role um a dolphin it's right like that's incredible i, I watched see- her speech like five times mike white mike white he, I know. he cares deeply about people yeah, Even he killed me off, but that's okay. He killed me off. It's yeah. like, it's, and that was so cute. So like you funny. could, he was like crying. Like you could tell yeah. they like it was really sweet. Well, unfortunately for Mike White, I will never unsee him as Mister Schneebly from School of Rock. So that's just who he is to me. But I'm glad that he made the White Lotus. So good for him. And did you see how he said? Um, you know, I was so happy to make this with Jennifer because everybody passed. You all passed on this White Lotus. So he must have oh. tried to get a bunch of people and they all passed on White Lotus. And now it's like the most popular show. Well, yeah. And now she's like a coveted actress. She's been in quite a few things recently. Well, I would I would great. love to know what she's going to do next because she, she's not going to do White Lotus again unless they do a prequel or something. But Right. I'm looking at... Yeah, it looks like she'll be in this movie called Shotgun, or she was in this movie called Shotgun Wedding. Oh, here we go, upcoming. We're going to have to look it up. Oh, well, she's oh. in Legally Blonde 3. Wait, Shotgun Wedding is with J-Lo, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like an action, it's like an action rom-com. So she's in that, and then she's also in something called We Have a Ghost. Oh. Um. Finding a ghost named Ernest haunting their new home turns Kevin's family into overnight social media sensations. But when Kevin and Ernest investigate the mystery of Ernest's past, they become a target of the CIA. I guess she's in. Did you ever finish that one where she's the villain? The um, man in the house or whatever? The Watcher. With the Watcher. Yeah. She was pretty good in that. Yeah, that was good. Um, That was recent. Okay, wait, Kev, can we quickly talk about that trailer? Rom-com, I was going to say the exact same thing. Oh, it looks so good. It looks and like a writer, real... Writer of 27, 27 Dresses, dresses. Prada. Yeah, it's going to be... It better be good. So this is Reese Witherspoon's um, rom-com with um, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher, it's and on it Netflix. Is, through, is it through Hello Sunshine? 
Yeah, I'm guessing they're like... I just assume like, that everything she it. does is Hello Sunshine. I'm guessing they have something to do with it. What was it called again? Um, Your Place or Mine. And she's in New York and Ashton Kutcher's in LA and they do a holiday, literally swap their houses and then they find out that their Ashton Kutcher's kind of into her, but then she meets um, Jesse Williams like, and it's like a meet When cute. I tell you my jaw dropped when it was Jesse Williams... It dropped a little. I think I knew that he was going to be in it. I didn't Good. Even know. And you know what? He's on the up and up too with this with this Broadway play and with that with that movie. It's going to be amazing. Just like it felt like so nostalgic, but so current as well. Like she has it, a kid and they're moving through that. It felt like, like it felt like a good old fashioned rom com. Like I think it was we like just haven't had watching, those in a while. If you were watching the trailer to 13 going on 30, like 20 years ago, that's what this mm-hmm. feels like. And it's like, that is a movie I really want to see. Did I tell um, you we watched the new Julia Roberts, George Clooney? Oh, yeah. How was that? It was good. They're good. But I think that we're struggling to um, find plot lines, find modern plot lines. So basically what happens is... Julia Roberts and George Clooney are divorced and their daughter, who is book smart, that girl from book smart and from, um, unbelievable. no, no, no. Her friend. Remember oh, the girl from yeah, unbelievable yeah, yeah. with Dumplin? Dumplin. Um, <laughs> so she is a lawyer, right? She goes through law school and then she goes to Fiji. No, wait, is it Fiji? I think so. For like a post-grad trip. And she okay. literally meets this guy and gets and wants to get married to him. So she mm-hmm. leaves being a lawyer to be a seaweed farmer in Fiji. And mm-hmm. they go to try and break it up, Julia Roberts and George Clooney, but then they end up liking him and falling in love. And then they stay in Fiji too. Okay. So it's just like, I don't know. It was just like, it yeah. was good. There were some good It sounds moments, like they're like really funny. trying hard. They they sat down and they said, okay, we want George Clooney and Julie Roberts to do a rom to be in a but they're too yeah. old. They're too old to be like just people. So let's make them parents, and then that's kind of well, like kind of centered around there. the plot of yeah. And none of it made like logistical sense, but it was like yeah. interesting, and it was very beautiful to look at because it was like all these great sites and stuff. Yeah. yeah, it was on Peacock, I think. Good for so. them for continuing. You know, wanting to do something lighthearted. Absolutely. Well, so we were talking later then about how actors are being getting more successful as they're older. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing a Mission Impossible and they're doing um, uh, Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford and stuff. And um, my mom was like, well, Harrison Ford's like your age to my aunt. And we looked up that Harrison Ford's literally 80 years old and Holy my aunt has just turned 62. But he's still oh doing gosh. it. Yeah. Oh, another movie. Sorry. Oh, God. It's okay, go ahead. I was just going to say another. <laughs> I watched American Hustle. Oh, I've heard of that. This week. It, was a, it wasn't bad. Um, It was with Je- Jennifer Lawrence was in it. Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. They're in like a hotel and they're yeah. part of the mob or something. Yeah, I've watched that, I think. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. And then I also watched the Superman movie with Henry Cavill. Oh, well, which one? There's a bunch. 
the first one. I don't and know. Amy Adams as Lois Lane. Mm-hmm. Wow, what did you think? DC Universe. It was pretty good. I mean, Henry Cavill, like, that made it worth... I don't think I realized who he was, but he's a very good-looking man. Well, but they fired him from being Superman now. Why? I don't know. He's not doing Superman anymore. And he was in The Witcher, that show on Netflix, too. And he's not doing that anymore, either. The only person in that universe, the Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman that's still going to do it is literally the evil guy from Perks of Being a Wallflower, Ezra Klein, who's like been arrested multiple times. He's literally the only superhero that they have left. Oh, geez, they're falling apart. It's crazy, the DCs. They're so crazy. I've recently Uh watched the one with, um, is it The Rock? Black Adam. And it was okay. Pierce Brosnan's in it. It was okay. Oh, interesting. Mamma Mia. they're (laughs) <laughs> yeah he did really well actually but he dies in the I end, anytime i think of pierce brosnan i think of well either like love actually james bond he's not in love actually really <laughs> no <laughs> pierce brosnan he's not james one of those bond. old british guys no we've got colin firth alan rickman oh uh, Col- i mix up call i'm thinking colin firth yeah wrong person no, but Pierce Brosnan was in Mamma Mia. They're both in Mamma Mia, exactly. Oh, yes. oh, oh. They're, oh. Both, they're the two dads. <laughs> yeah, they're two of the three dads, exactly. Okay, Kev, it's I've never Mama seen Mia James. Liz. You think I know James Bond? You've never seen any? Mm. Oh, geez. Not even the Daniel Craig ones. Is James Bond 007? A skyfall. Yeah, they're good. And we'll stand tall. And James Bond... I, I always mix them up. Is James Bond different than Mission Impossible? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's Mission, Mission Impossible? Mission Impossible is Tom Cruise. Yeah, what's his name? Oh, Does he have guy, a name? Um, Jack or... Um, hmm. It's not like a recognizable name. Um, I think maybe Ethan Hunt. Ethan Hunt is oh, who okay, it is. He's an American guy. Think of hmm. James Bond as British. 007. Oh, Queen. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, um, Dame Judy Dench is in all of them. Like, she's a big person in them. She is she the Bond girl? No. <laughs> One of the Bond girls are like Halle Berry. Halle Berry is a Bond Bond girl. Like, who has sex? So that's with just James Bond. Uh, okay, interesting. Um, <laughs> Dame Judy Dench is not having sex with James Bond. <laughs> I don't know. She's like his boss. She's James Bond's boss. M. Oh, good. Girl boss. Hashtag girl boss. So now, well, she dies. But then now they're trying to pick a new James Bond. They're ready for the new. And guess who it's going to be, actually? Think British. Recently in something that you just watched. British. Attractive. Young. Man. Hmm. What was it that I watched? Joe Alwyn. Really? No, it's, um, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna i think it's rumored to be al or not albie um what's the guy's name from emily in paris alfie oh yeah interesting kind of mm-hmm. like a nobody well he might oh, be like a an British up and c- somebody oh he's just like more up and coming i guess yeah yeah did you see the other part <laughs> of jennifer <laughs> Well, then we have the ultimate Bond girl, T-Swift. 
She she's a new day. She's a Bond girl. Wait, did I send you that TikTok today that someone had a – there was like a British blind item about Joe Alwyn that he was at this like sex club or something. Gay sex club probably. I don't don't know if it was gay, but basically they were saying he was like spotted somewhere like with other people. Well, we have known for a long time that that relationship is not sexual. But it's so – then why keep it secret? Mm, why do you need – why are then, they having a like secret Because then people assume that it's, like, very, like, tantalous and, like, you know, interesting when it's not. Taylor Swift is – okay, I don't want to talk about her, but I was just going to say she she has, like, secret wo- women lovers. She probably has 10 mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. And we're still getting these anti-hero remixes. <laughs> I really think she's going to release something tomorrow, but I don't know what it's going to be. Because it's Friday the 13th. Yeah. People think not. there's gonna she's going to release Speak Now before the Eras Tour. Like, the Eras Tour starts in March. It's kind of crazy. Two months. Two months. I My friend s- Abby, she got VIP tickets to Atlanta's, Atlanta oh my in God. April. Is it expensive? thousand bucks are they good seats i think so yeah like fifth row or something holy shit i don't know if yeah. i could spend a thousand dollars you know in june i'm gonna be like fuck it let's do it well we said what was our cap oh did we say a thousand total for both of us or did mm-hmm. we say a thousand per ticket is what was our budget i'm pretty sure it was up there a, i don't think a thousand per ticket. i think it was a thousand total I was taking anything that could go in that cart. I, if it was literally like a million, I would. It was going in my cart, and we were trying. We're going on. We're going on Seat Geek. We'll be on in row YY. So anyway, let's. Sorry, let's get into the actual Golden Globe winners. Yes. Um, and I'm pretty happy with all of the winners because I thought when I was seeing predictions, it was like a lot of Elvis, and Elvis did win Best Actor, Best Director. But nothing other than that, I don't think. Yeah. But it, he was definitely, it was nominated for a lot. So do you um, think that's his real voice now? The way he talks, Austin Butler? I could, I've oh, never even yeah. heard it. I've oh, never he even talks heard like it. very deep and very in an accent. I'm sure, I'm sure method acting, like if you're doing it for so long, I'm sure it does like affect your behavior which is kind of weird so priscilla was there priscilla presley went to the golden globes and their daughter today just had a heart attack i think their what's the daughter mary something lisa marie oh lisa marie Um, presley my beloved daughter lisa marie was rushed to the hospital priscilla presley said in a statement she is now receiving the best care please keep um her and our family in your prayers yeah i think she i mean she's 54 but that's still early to have um some sort of heart issue yeah uh maybe she was just really distressed Maybe. You know what? Um, I don't think that Dahmer guy should win any awards. The actor? Yeah, I just think it's just so weird and I don't know. What, that we're like glamorizing a serial killer? Yes, yes, exactly. 
It was a good show. It was weird and creepy, but I don't know. I just don't know if we should be. I don't know. Yeah. And Ryan Murphy and all those people are just weird, and they all win awards all the time. Right. Ryan. You Murphy know what was so crazy. annoying? I I don't like Ryan Murphy at all, and he his speech. He won something, and he said, "When I was growing up." in um whatever i was watching the carol burnett show and i didn't see anybody that looked like me and it's like you're a white guy you definitely saw people that looked like you like they weren't they probably weren't like openly gay but they were there like right i don't know i'm just like that's so dumb i'm just tired of people (sighs) um do you want me to go through film first or tv um Let's do TV. Okay. Um, so I'll just go in the order. I'm on the CNN article because um, this one didn't make me switch pages. Um, <laughs> there's no picture. I don't know why. Like, I think when we're using this interface, it slows down all of my other windows. Yeah. Just, do I look, like, blurry to you, too? Uh, on no, the video? You look- you look pretty clear. You have like oh, paused a little. Clear. Not your audio hasn't paused, but your yeah. I think there's been a glitch. Because uh, you look really like blurry to me, but then when we uh-oh. download it later, you look crystal clear. It's fine. So I think okay. it's, there's a lot going on. I mean, this interface is free, <laughs> so we need to just be yeah. Happy it's for a it's fine. I don't, we don't need 4K mm-hmm. HD. Right. Um. I okay. personally need 4D IMAX. I don't need any detail on my face. It's really okay. <laughs> um, okay, so we have um, okay best performance by an actor in a television series, musical, or comedy. The winner was Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. Oh, um, the guy from It's Lip from Shameless. Yeah, I actually yeah. have heard that show's pretty good. I would consider watching. I thought you that. watched an episode. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. What platform is it on? What? Let's see here. Watch the bear. I think it's on Amazon. Interesting. It's on Hulu. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really been brought to watch that, but good for him. Um, and then for best perf- performance by an actress in a television series, musical, or comedy, that went to Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary. Good for her. Um, at the Emmys, she won for directing and writing, but not for acting. So, oh, okay. I mean, that's hard to direct, write, and act. And I don't and understand create. how that actually happens. Right. Um. So that went – or she was up against Kaylee Cuoco, Selena Gomez, Ugh. Jenna Ortega, who's Wednesday, mm, and then mm-hmm. um, Gene Smart for Hacks. Kaylee Cuoco for The Flight Attendant. Mm-hmm. No, this season was trash. I didn't she didn't even deserve realize. anything. Yeah. Okay, and then best performance by an actor in a television series drama that went to Kevin Costner for Yellowstone. People lose their shit over Yellowstone. I don't. Yeah, I've never watched it, so I really can't. Um, and the other people are pretty uh, irrelevant. That Adam Scott was nominated for Severance. Mm-hmm. I thought I never, he was going to win for that, that. actually. Oh, I thought that's that a, was good. I feel like that's a random show that like ends up get would get a lot of attention, you know? Yeah, because it's very niche and niche. like gritty. It's niche, yeah. Wait, so what you didn't like Fleishman? You didn't like Fleishman is in trouble? I did like it, but it was just yeah. 
the it ending was really sad. The, yeah. Well, I think and life's like, sad. That's totally like a show. Like those are the boring. It wasn't boring, but it wasn't super. A- I'm, was that's why uneventful. I'm very surprised. I'm very surprised that you liked it. Because I feel like those are shows that I'm like, Kev, this is so good. And you're like, this is boring. But it is very like, it seemed that's like a normal situation that would happen, yeah. you know? What and I it don't does like make you feel that. Oh. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say it does make like the whole time. I feel like maybe in like a breakup situation or a divorce situation like that, we would normally like get the female's perspective for the whole time. Mm-hmm. So like. I thought it was interesting that like they focused on the male perspective, but then at the same time, like they were making it seem like the wife was very selfish and the like villain. doing her thing. Mm-hmm. But then it switches, and then you obviously see that she had like a major mental breakdown and all of this. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was cool that they showed both sides, and then it also focused on the narr- like Genesis, obviously yeah. like her as a narrator, like she was a really big part of that. Um, like in the story of their, I thought it was very, it was very well done. Mm-hmm. But it, it was, was very like, like intricate. Yeah. And then it, like, it was very good storytelling and writing and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and even like the kid, I felt like the kids played a pretty big role. In yeah. It too. And, and I felt and like it was modern, but wasn't it weird how it was set in tw- the summer of 2016? Well, so I loved like all, all the Hillary, Hillary. I loved things. all the Hillary signs, which also yeah. made me sad. But I was just like, Ooh, but then I'm with her. <laughs> that one, that one quote of the woman's Rachel, where she's like, "Do you think she's gonna win?" People really hate her, and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I was like, "Fuck um, you." I, what I was gonna say was like, it it gives me so it's so cringy for me to watch somebody make bad decisions. And they intentionally, like, Janice Ian, like, sleeping at his place. And, like, she did all that stuff to herself. Like, she was her own worst enemy. That was Mm -hmm. the thing. In her relationship, she was self-sabotaging everything. And Mm -hmm. even him, the main guy, I didn't really like very much, honestly. Like, he's he's not very likable. He was really unlikable. Right. And so you're not really rooting for him either. I was always happy when it like switched to a scene with other people. Like, I agree. I hated like him by himself being a weird man. Like it he was, was so weird. weird. Yeah, and all of yeah. his like dating escapades yeah. were weird. Like, yeah. yeah, I did not. And he's he's like an ugly person to me too. Like, I don't want to like see you. No, he was very much of him. Yeah. Um. Okay. Sorry, anyway, sorry. I was I went back to like look at you in that tab and now I'm lost. <laughs> okay. So then we have best performance by an actress in a television series drama that went to Zendaya for Euphoria. Oh, I didn't know. She that. also for her. She wasn't I didn't there. realize no, she definitely wasn't there. Um and then best performance by an actor in a limited series or motion picture made for tv that that was evan peters um mm, for the jeffrey Dahmer. wait um, I, excuse me sorry did you see that regina hall needed to accept kevin costner's award and they had it up on like the teleprompter and this was similar to what happened with amanda seafred so they get up there and the teleprompter literally says so sorry, but due to a massive flooding, Kevin Costner needs to shelter in place in Santa Santa Barbara. And it's like she was kind of making fun of him the whole time. It was so funny. Oh, and no, then I didn't also see that. Amanda Seyfried won for the dropout and she couldn't go either. 
And it was because she was immersed in creating a musical. So they literally oh, yeah. were up reading, reading the teleprompter and they were like, Amanda Seyfried couldn't be here today because she's immersed in creating a musical. It's just like yeah, so like, strange. Mamma yeah. Mia the musical. Mamma Mia 4. Um, okay. So that is... Yeah, so that's you for it. She also, she definitely won that for the Emmys, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, then we have best performance by an, uh, wait, what am I on? Oh, sorry. Best we performance just did by Dahmer. An, yeah, best, best performance by an actress in a limited series. That was Amanda Seyfried. We just talked about mm-hmm. that. Um, best television series drama went to House of the Dragon. You watched that. Did it deserve it? Good. Yeah, definitely. Very good. Okay. And you know what's interesting is, is the main woman, she plays like the main person for most of it. She mm-hmm. identifies, or I'm sorry, well, I think it's they. They identify as non-binary. Mm-hmm. And they were saying like, because they were nominated for Best Actress, but it's like they don't really identify as an actor or an actress. So it's going right. to be interesting in the How new they landscape. How they yeah right and honestly why would it be different for actors and actresses it should just be best best actor performance and put yeah, everybody like, because technically honestly, the male categories are always shit nobody's ever good in the male categories oh, and it's always like the same people oh it's always stupid yeah adam scott and all those people and keenan and all those other people Keenan. So, <laughs> like i wonder if they will either combine categories or make them bigger or something. I don't know. But I think that was an interesting point that she made. That yeah. they made. Excuse me. Um, okay. So that was House of the Dragon. And then Best Limited, Best Television Limited Series or Motion Picture went to White Lotus. Mm-hmm, not um, quite. And then Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role in a Musical Comedy or Drama Television Series. Oh, so they lump supporting they lump musical comedy and drama together for supporting for the supportings um so that went to julia garner for ozark why is Ozark? oh i didn't even know she won that was the for the final season um sorry i wanted to say something about white lotus they interviewed theo james about jennifer coolidge and Uh they were like what's a funny thing that jennifer's done and he said one time we were at the premiere of white lotus and uh-huh. she was kind of giving us a weird look and they kind of like waved like, Hey Jennifer, how are you? And she was like, um, are you the guys that take my coats? Like she literally didn't know who they were. And they're like in white Lotus with, with her. <laughs> she, is she just like an idiot? <laughs> she's just like, I think she's just Clueless. like in her own world. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> well, she's honestly, like heavily medicated. She is definitely on so many drugs. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm wondering if she may not have had many scenes with him or something, but they all stayed in that same hotel. So I don't know. But like, yeah, I feel like they definitely not. did not. Yeah, they definitely did not have many scenes together. But well, like, that's, it's kind of funny because like, like she would have thought at the hotel that he was taking her coat too, you know? Exactly. Like, like she's she like no perfect. Idea. She like she is that character. It's so funny. Remember that one line? Somebody said the best line reading of the whole year was when she they're walking to the pool 
and some guy says something to them and she goes, wow, he has, that was a strange voice. That was so weird how he said that. Remember that line? No. She completely ad-libbed that. I'll send it to you later. Oh. It's so good. I love, I feel like a lot of that show was ad-libbed. Peppa Pig was out so ad-libbed. Talented. That's like the funniest thing I yeah. think. Tell me who I look like. Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> that whole scene when they're on that Vespa, like can barely fit. And like I'm like they're gonna that would have been us if we had rented a Vespa. She's literally so big on that little Vespa with that little man. Like we would have. I can't believe they didn't crash it. Like we would have crashed it for sure. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, so now we are on to best supporting actor in a musical comedy or drama that went to Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary. Oh, nice. Um, Yeah. And then we have Best Performance by an Actress in a Supporting Role in a Series, Limited Series, or Movie Made for Television. Who comes up with these names? I know. So long. Um, So that went to Jennifer Coolidge for White Lotus. Woohoo! Oh, Claire Danes for Fleischman is in Trouble was nominated. See, that's what I don't understand about these cutoffs. This show just came out. It literally just ended because they were doing weekly episodes. So it's been out since Thanksgiving, but it literally just had the finale. And she was already in it. She was oh, good and in then, that show, though. And then Aubrey Plaza was nominated for White Lotus as well. Well, so that's the thing. Was she? These were all for Sicily, not for season one, I think. No, because season one was a long time ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. But also, Justice for the Other Girl, why wasn't she nominated? She was amazing. Right. Megan. Yeah, the blonde one. Yeah. The bold type. I think she was so good. But I mean, Aubrey well, Plaza do you think was also. She was good. better than Aubrey Plaza. She was just in it less. Yeah. Oh, I want to watch it again. It was so good. <laughs> Shay watched it again. He really liked it the second time around. I was okay. like, oh, you think the ending's going to change? <laughs> Why do we always say that? <laughs> you think it's going to be different? Like every time hey, we watch Harry Potter, you think it's gonna, do you think Harry's going to die? Actually, this time Voldemort wins. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Wait, I'm sorry to interrupt you again. Oh my gosh. We have gotten nothing done in this hour. You have to go soon. Um, <laughs> it's okay. I thought the menu was fantastic. Oh yeah. We didn't talk about it. Oh my God. I was sitting there by myself. I went to the theater by myself dying some of yeah. those lines. So I saw it's called a horror comedy or a thriller comedy or something like it yeah. wasn't very scary. It was, no, it wasn't it was, scary. You know, a little shocking at times, but it was hilarious. It was just like a when little ridiculous. It was ridiculous. What know? is this? A tortilla. What I know. Mean, what's oh my God. It? A tortilla delicioso. Yeah. And then like um, when he goes, uh, where'd you go to college? Brown. Do you have student loans? No you're dying tonight. Like it was just yeah. like these little lines that were so good. And I actually think Anya Taylor was really good in it. Yeah. Her character, like her and that guy, their characters were so annoying. Well, that guy was, about the to guy kill. was, yeah, he, he's from the great and he's a good actor too. Okay. And yeah, I actually think Ralph Phineas was good. He was very good. It was, yeah. I, I just, I think we talked about this last time, but like, I just loved that it was such an original idea like i've never seen a movie like that before and Mm -hmm. i love and like we were saying before like making fun of these things that like rich people do you know you know what i think i'm gonna start calling this the clue blueprint because remember that movie clue like the Mm -hmm. original one 
with all those people and you know you're fine it's like a mystery that's yeah. like what all these things are now white lotus mm-hmm. or um, it's like a like well i guess not everybody died but like and then there were none like agatha right. christie like it's sort of that trope too but it yeah. is like a it's a who done it but it can be set in so many different settings it's like a knives out kind of thing like that's and a very similar. interesting and the interesting part of it isn't really what the plot it's all these characters that you're getting yeah. to know and it's how they excellent, interact with each other it's excellent writing and casting and mm-hmm. have we're literally cinematographers like well we've been talking about these awards for three years now i hope we've learned i know something. i feel like we have <laughs> we probably have learned something <laughs> Well, I'm glad. I am glad you liked the men. I feel like that would have been a good one to see in theaters too. Oh, it was um, so good. But you know what's crazy is, um, I ordered chicken wings because they got chicken wings on the menu now, and so oh, they're yeah. like they're doing all these like fancy things on screen and like and all you're these, just like, sitting cool there things. like, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm surprised you didn't get a noise complaint in that theater. <laughs> well, it oh was God. interesting. It's an interesting commentary because, you know, somebody's serving me at this movie theater and the whole thing's about like there are servers and there are people that are served and like those mm-hmm. are our two like class systems. And so it's right. kind of like you call into question a lot of the things, you know, you just feel like that's how the society is. Yeah, it's really, like, called into question, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, I think it was so. good. I think so, too. Okay, let's... Which one did we just do? Okay, so we... We just did Jennifer Coolidge. Um, so, best performance by an actor in a supporting role in a limited series went to Paul Walter Hauser for Blackbird. I don't know what that is. I've never heard of any of those words. And then... I just want to see who this was. F. Murray Abraham was nominated for White Lotus. I don't. Oh, the F. grandpa. It was oh, the grandpa. Wow. He was random. pretty good. Yeah, he was good. That's just so random. Right of all the actors. Yeah. Um. Okay. And then, <laughs> best television series musical or comedy went to Abbott Elementary. Have we been talking for 57 minutes? Uh-huh. <laughs> when are we going to talk about Harry? That's the thing. Okay, we're going to have to have we, another episode I think about we need it. to have a whole episode about that. Oh, my God. Frostbite. Okay, good. Keep going. Yep. We're going to call it I was Frostbite. worried. I was like, how are we going to get to all this? Um. Okay, so that was... Now we're done with TV. Great. Um, Movies. Okay, so we have Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy went to The Banshees of Inishirin. I guess we're gonna Taylor's, have to watch that, huh? Taylor's favorite. Out of it's like, it's gonna movies, win a grant. It's gonna win Oscar. It's gonna win Best Picture. Yep. Um, Anything everywhere all at once should win Best Picture, but this dumb movie about Scottish people is gonna win. I need to prioritize watching that movie. I need to. You watch haven't it. watched everything everywhere all at once, still? Uh huh. Oh, because you have to well, buy now it. I, yeah, I can't find it. I just need to suck it up and buy it. You know um, what else? You could watch it on one, two, three movies. Oh yeah, just uh, <laughs> cuddle up with my laptop. <laughs> I might. Uh, do you think Jamie Lee Curtis is on Ozempic? Because she's looking good these days. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you think? 
You know what I bet she does? I bet she uh, crumbles up the uh, mushes up the pills and puts it in her Activia. <laughs> what do you think? Swirls it around, and then yeah. she goes and shits her pants. <laughs> That's what she does. She just shit out all her weight. She has so many probiotics. Talk about a Freaky out. Friday. <laughs> okay. Doesn't she look good though? I don't know. I haven't really. I guess yeah. She's been. I sent you that stuff. picture of her with that gown. Oh, I forgot about. Whoa, That's Jamie Lee. Her. That's I she's literally that. the same size as when she was with the shopping bags and that dress and Freaky Friday. And that was like yeah. 20 years ago. That would be an iconic Halloween costume. You know what would be amazing is if she if she brought Lindsay Lohan as her guest to one of these award shows. Yeah, cuz like Lindsay's making her comeback. She could be so involved. Yeah. Could totally happen. Um Okay, so we did. We just did Banshees. Okay, and then we have Best Motion Picture Drama that went to the Fablemans. I have no idea who are the Fablemans. That won a lot. Yeah, that won a lot of stuff. I don't know what the hell that is. Let's see what it's about. Um, something Oh, boring. you have to buy it on Apple TV for $20? What am I Young, made of money? Michelle Williams is in it. Young Sammy Fableman falls in love with movies after his parents take him to see The Greatest Show on Earth. Armed with a camera, Sammy starts to make his own films at home, much to the delight of his supportive mother. It's, it's the one by a, Steven Spielberg. It's a, Spiel, it's a Spielberg, yeah. So he won, too, Steven Spielberg. So it's like a biopic. Sounds boring. I don't really give a shit. Um, the other nominees in that, so I didn't say the nominees for musical or comedy, so I'll go through those real quick, um, even though we've already done it 50 times. But it was Babylon, <laughs> Banshees of Inishir, and Everything Everywhere All at Once, Glass Onion, and Triangle of Sadness. That's been my I think life it's interesting that Triangle of Sadness. <laughs> that Glass Onion is nominated for all these things. Good for them. Yeah. And then for drama, it was Avatar The Way of Water, Elvis, The Fableman's Tar. And Top Gun Maverick. Wait, I just want to say, every time tar. I see the movie, every, all the t- every time I hear Tar, I think of in Parent Trap when the mom sips that drink and she goes, "This tastes like Tar." <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> I part? Don't know what, no. It's when they're at that hotel. It's when they're at that that fancy tar. hotel. Um. Oh, does Meredith Blake say it? No, the mom. Can I finish my story? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it's okay. You're. Just, I was just trying to tell the story. It's when they're at that fancy hotel and she sees Nick Parker, and then she goes to sit at the bar, and she's like, "I give me something strong." And then it's this like black drink, like real thick, and then she tastes it, and then she's like, "I'm sorry," and she sort of like heaves a little bit, and she's like, "I'm sorry," because Meredith Blake is also sitting at the bar with her and kind of looks at her. And then that's mm-hmm. when she realizes that it's Elizabeth James. So <laughs> I'm sending anyway. you what I've found from that quote. Is it like a Bloody Mary type thing? I don't know what it is, but it looked disgusting. Tastes like ta. Yep, that's it. Yeah. Um, well, Kate Blanchett won for her tar performance. Okay, let's continue here. So... Um, best motion picture foreign language went to Argentina, nineteen eighty five. Okay, good for them. Um, good for them. Um, 
Best screenplay motion picture went to The Banshees of Inishirin. Best original song went to, I don't know how to say that, Natu Natu from some movie called RRR. Oh, that was supposed to win. It's Indian, I think. That that oh, okay. was a star-studded category, though. Rihanna was there at the Golden Globes. Taylor Swift's in that category. Like, big people. Right. But, of course, Taylor didn't show because she didn't win. Well, um, she would never. And also, look who was nominated. Blood Pop. For what? With Lady Gaga and Blood Pop for the Hold My Hand song from Top Gun Maverick. Oh, they were. Oh, right, right, right. I thought it was going to be Delicate Remix. Dive Bar on the East Side. Where where are you at? Where are you at? Did you see that Kelly Clarkson performance I sent you? It was pretty good. So is her show just all her lip singing or like singing other songs? Is that just her whole show? Kelly Oki? It should just be Kelly Oki. She shouldn't interview anybody. She's bad at interviewing people. Yeah, and then she interviews Michelle Obama. It was embarrassing. Hick Town? It was literally Hick Town. (laughs) It's like, those are people that like Michelle Obama had to talk to in like Arkansas on her campaign yeah. and it was like to oh get sweetie to vote. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um I just remember I her going was... oh Michelle that's a parenting life hack right there that's Parent, parenting life, life hack life. that's amazing I'm gonna do that at home with my girls my kids yeah <sighs> oh my um, god Okay, where were we? Okay, best actor in a supporting role in a motion picture went to Ki Hui Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's um, so good in that. Best actress in a supporting role in any motion picture went to Angela Bassett Michelle? for Black Panther. Oh. Yes, good. She deserved that. I loved her in Black Panther. Um, best actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy went to Colin Farrell for Banshees of Inishirin. Um, best motion picture animated went to Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. It's all this shit that Taylor puts on her story. Like she's literally trying to get mm-hmm. out there. Um, I best... thought for a second Colin Farrell was Colin Firth, but I'm good. After a quick Google, not the same person. Got it. Oh. Um, best actor in a motion picture drama went to Austin Butler for Elvis. Um, best actress in a motion picture drama went to Kate Blanchett for Ta. 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 And then best actress in a motion picture musical or comedy went to Michelle Yo Yo for mm-hmm. Everything Everywhere All at Once. Best so director good. went to Steven Spielberg. It's like, does Spielberg need any more awards? No. Uh, for Fablemans. And then best original score went to Justin Hurwitz for Babylon. Babylon. Battle for your life. Babylon. Um, you know, Brad Pitt was there because of Babylon. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Good old Pitt. Mr. Pitt, P I T T. Yeah, this has been good. a hilarious episode. I'm literally laughing. I had a my great time. Did Me we too. um did we bring you out of your funk this week, I Yeah, I think I'm literally uptown funk you up. <laughs> so we can um what are you doing on Saturday? Kev, Saturday I'm doing a complete, complete life reset. <laughs> I'm going to clean out, call up Eminem because I'm cleaning out my closet. It has to happen. Marie I'm Kondo. overwhelmed. Yeah, I need okay. to do something. Well, so, But I'm available. An hour, yeah, then we can I'm available. That could be my here. lunch. That could be my lunch break. Okay, but I won't take you away from Eminem. Why is it Eminem cleaning out closets? That song, I said, I'm sorry, mama. I never meant to Mom's hurt spaghetti. you. Mom's spaghetti. 
But tonight I'm cleaning out my closet. Oh, wow. Um, it's a, it was a song from the 90s or something. Best original podcast song I goes to IE for Eminem. Yeah. It always is a performance, you know? All right. Log us out so you can go watch Megan. Have a good time and we'll talk about it on Thank Saturday. you. Yeah, we, we'll definitely have to review it. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to That's the Worst. Make sure you follow us on our social media at That's the Worst Pod on Instagram and TikTok and at That's the Worst underscore on Twitter. And make sure you um, subscribe and rate us and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And we are Kevin IE, and that was literally the worst. Bye. Peace out.